Yes, so this is this is the this is Boris Johnson's theory of change because like, he has smuggled in his most like psychotic ideas into this allegedly uh, lighthearted romp of a novel. Um, so here is Boris Johnson's backstory for Dean. Uh, this is being rec- remembered as they're sneaking into Parliament to um, to blow some stuff up. Also, oh, since when has there ever been a Caribbean Islamic terrorist? <laughs> well, this that kind of defeatism is not going to be like, 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 like the, 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 the of Trinidad and again. Yeah. Milo, that's that's the kind of thing that Boris Johnson came up with on vacation because he wrote this over the space of a single holiday and said, oh, I'll make the, the jihadist terrorist Anglo, Anglo-Caribbean. Everyone's going to get a kick out of that. Don't laugh at the things he wants you to laugh at. That's the trap. Abu uh-huh. Bakr al-Sean Pauly. So, life had been tough for Dean ever since that... Fi- by the way, it's awfully written. Terrible. You I'm trying say. to make as much sense of it as I can. Did you say he remembers this while they're trying to break yeah. in somewhere? What he has yes. like a little like a soliloquy. Yeah, it's like a Proust thing, but written by mm. someone who is way worse. Yeah. <laughs> the first sniff of like fucking um, uh, fertilizer yeah. sends him back. Yeah. So, so life had been tough for Dean ever since that dreadful night in Wensbury. The magistrates had grasped pretty clearly what had happened, and in some ways were even sympathetic, but he was still convicted in a juvenile court of arson and sentenced to 400 hours of community service. It was claimed that Dean had destroyed Price's Cheese Lab, which was on the verge of making a new kind of hard cheese, dense, nutty, and fissile as Parmesan. Haven't we done that on the podcast? (laughs) Yes, we... We've we've destroyed a cheese lab. No, on no, this no. Podcast. I mean, as in, haven't we reviewed that? MIT <laughs> cheese lab was shut down very quickly. <laughs> yeah, the cheese lab was given a valuation of forty-seven billion dollars by SoftBank, and then only so later did they realize yeah. they were only only later yeah. did they realize they just leased all of their rennet. Turned out all their money was anonymous donations from one J Epstein. <laughs> so, Dean Dean then left school, his record completely unblemished by achievement and fell in with a bad crowd while performing his community service. I bet he thought that was such a fucking clever line, unblemished yeah, with Yeah, unblemished achievement. by... Ch- Absolutely. Mm. I was just thinking he, he, that. That's, that's such fucking cod, like, Churchillian. Ah, oh, his record completely unblemished by achievement. Y- yeah, yeah. And that, and that was like that was like his one <clears throat> thing to hold up the rest of the chapter. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah. that chapter's great. That's it's such a that tent one pole thing. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a tent... <laughs> we ate it. But then he fell in with a bad crowd while performing his community service. It was Damn. a soft job, just scraping graffiti off of gravestones. But every night... when Who's the s- graffiti and gravestones? Well, we find out. Graveyard <laughs> banks. Every night when the cemetery was locked, Dean and his fellow community service conflicts, convicts, Wayne and Polly... Oh. He's <laughs> never been to the East End. He's trying to write East End characters. They're from Birmingham. Oh, okay, yes. there we go. Wayne and Polly would shimmy over the gate, have some drugs. This is one drug, please. A time when you could just name a character something like Wayne Crimes, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> shimmy over the gate, have some drugs, and then, like Penelope on her loom, they would busily oh, undo the work off. of the day. <laughs> Is this a Greek mythology reference? Yeah. It's not even even relevant. 
No, because mm. Boris Johnson, when he's when he's writing working class characters who are invariably criminal, or mm. just um, making sort of side bets on one another about how many Korans are in ambulances around the UK, <laughs> which again they do in heavily overwritten, accented English. Amazing. Um, that he always has to like a fucking McKinsey interview question like <laughs> how many Korans do you think are in ambulances but what, in the UK but what, what Boris Johnson always has to do is insert a classical reference or some Latin or whatever yeah. so you remember it's, that he's not a dumb it's, it's, it, yeah. I believe nice. the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Greeks had a word for this called pathos <laughs> no, it's a raff and a dough. When you insert a gravestone into another man's anus. But also, I mean, yeah. when Woodhouse inserted like French words italicized into his books, it was like making fun of that shit. Yes. Like, rather Worst, than actually Percy doing Worcester it. Worcester would he was say like, something like, uh, I don't know, savoir faire not having any. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, in effect, Boris Johnson, in attempting to imitate the style of P.G. Woodhouse, accidentally imitated the style of Bertie Wooster. <laughs> <laughs> He's fascist Bertie Wooster. We've got well, it. I mean, Meta. he does have one thing in common with Woodhouse, which is that they both have done Nazi propaganda. Hmm. Boris so, Johnson watches Al Murray, the pub landlord, and is like, how does he find the time to run that pub? <laughs> he's doing all this. So, so he says, uh, they would shimmy over the gate, have some drugs, and then, like Penelope with her loom, they would busily undo the work of the day because they did not want to be moved onto something harder, like scraping the gum. Like a hundred suitors. Oh, so, <laughs> they, so he's saying they graffitied all the gravestones, yes. and you're supposed to sympathize with these characters. Well, hang on. Here was the mossy tomb of Hannah, the beloved wife of Tobias Horton, departed this world in the year of grace, 1869. SCMU, nice. wrote Dean. He meant to write scum, but he was too stoned on drugs that dyslexia was added to his troubles. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. He was, he was too blazed on heroin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just Poor shooting lad, though, no, I like this character now. <laughs> he has more troubles. I want to yeah. know who this Dean is and what his other troubles are. Saying SCA, that's like a typo. That's not something you yes. would do if you were physically writing something. Scamoo. It's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> look, Boris. Jo- look, the thing is about the thing you have to remember about Boris Johnson is this is revealing his utter contempt for most people who yeah. live in the country. Well, well, I was also, in the Bullington like- Club. All of our graffiti was exquisite. <laughs> mm. he, he thinks when he goes down a train line and sees like the the acronyms that people write he's like oh poor things they've misspelled Euripides he's <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually spelled skeptic <laughs> <laughs> um, after a year of drifting around and rejecting every solution that his adoptive father Dennis could offer Dean was as some politicians like to put it fuck you Boris <laughs> I, I hate you writing yourself into this as some politicians like to put it, on the conveyor belt to crime. But you could not really say that the state had failed young Dean for a lack of resources. Here's oh where... Oh, my God. Here, They're giving oh. him this fantastic educational job, cleaning graffiti off of gravestones, enabling him to become graveyard Banksy. He was painting, like, snogging policemen on the gravestones. <laughs> That's how he got started. Here's the next paragraph, which is... Isn't this meant to be entertainment, though? Uh, yes, it is. And here's the next paragraph is basically all big laugh lines. So do let me get through it. Mm. Sick. If a heartless politician were to engage in gratuitous political point scoring, he might note that Dean was cared for by a substance abuse, outre- abuse outreach worker at £25,000 per year, a crime prevention detached youth project worker at £31,000 per year, a, bur- a burglary reduction worker at £23,000 per year, <laughs> a, 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 probation, a probation officer at £26,000 per year, a vehicle fe- theft reduction worker at £28,000 per year plus cars, 
Stars and a representative of Dispel, a, st- a state-funded body that sees to the needs of dyslexic young offenders at £36,000. Right, burglary and vehicle theft reduction officers just the police? Th- Isn't th- that th- what the police that are for? That too, but like all of no, the- No, they're not. All of the social work, like- uh, phantoms that he's invented. Uh, my partner actually does one of those, not the probation officer one. I hasten to add, makes considerably less than thirty-six grand a year, and also the entire project just got shut down by Glasgow City Council. So, yeah, because all, all because there's all too it, much crime. There's nothing to be done. Because all, <laughs> it, all, it, all it did was invest money in that kid who kept yeah, vandalizing exactly. the gravestones. It, it, it didn't the even teach him to spell better on the graffiti. Uh-huh. And also, uh, it's acting like all of those people are just focused on, like, this kid's costing the state £300,000 a year. It's like, no, those people all have full-time jobs with portfolios of also, fucking people. Also, it's in an action comedy book that's supposed to be re- remem- like mm. reminiscent of P.G. Yeah, Woodhouse. Yeah, it's so irreverent. the Houses of Parliament at this point. <laughs> we, we spent hundreds of guineas sending all of, these, <laughs> spending all, sending all of these criminals on a free holiday to Australia, and what have they done but beat us at cricket? It shows how we should have hung them all. The fucking didactic uh, excursion in the text, like he's the fucking Emil Zola. Jesus Christ. It's the catalogue of ships, but instead it's the catalogue of the nanny state. This is like, this actually is prose below the level of something Gianfranco Zola could write. (laughs) I can't believe he didn't have a little, like a small little one here with a thing to a suffix at the back of the book about how like reading material can be (laughs) obtained from the UK government website. articles. Damn, so edgy. So... No single person really took an intelligent interest in Dean until one day some liberal genius in the home office. Oh my uh, god! Here's where it is. Came up with the fresh start scheme. So oh, if you, sick. This is where Boris Johnson actually anticipates arguments about universal basic income and counters them with the following. The Fresh Start scheme was a move evoking the excesses of 1970s Sweden. The idea was that they should all be given <laughs> all freedom. Like, what decadence the did they bring us other than ABBA? And like, <laughs> These point people weird sobs. There so. is nothing. They will stop up nothing. They so. were eating a raw fish from a can. <laughs> they, they must be stooped. What the idea was, was that? <laughs> <laughs> a bad one. Like <laughs> so the idea was that all three of them should be given a ten thousand pound fresh start fund at the expense of the taxpayer. Wayne, Polly, and Dean could hardly believe their luck. They immediately rented a large house where they lived in scenes of unremitting squalor. They relieved the sudden tedium of affluence with drink and drugs, bought an orange Vauxhall Astra, which they ineffectively souped up and rammed through the window of Wright Price in Bilston. Like, this is supposed to be a fun little romp through um, through some daring do of a, yeah, because, of a blustery... Yeah, because County's dad's are yeah. supposed to, like, nod at this and think, well, yeah. it, it, it does be like that, as the kids say. Yes. Well, you know, also, it you says get- a lot about his because pers- I don't think you can buy an orange Vauxhall Astra. I don't think they sell them in orange. I think you would have to literally paint it yourself well, also, if you wanted an orange Vauxhall Astra. Who the fuck is renting Astra. a house to these people if they're such scumbags? Isn't it, isn't it mm. wild that he's I have trying to wear white so hard tie to meet my landlord and like pretend <laughs> to be like a minor nobility? 
<laughs> Al is just in like a like a, like a shimmering ball gown, mm. just being like, "Oh, I ever so yeah. love the bedsit." He's trying so hard to like describe what's wrong with these people's lives, and when he goes, uh, "What did he say?" Something about uh, the boredom of affluence, yes, like the unbur- they relieved the sudden tedium of affluence with drink and drugs. It's like he's clearly making absolutely no effort to understand why he's just going. Oh well, they don't like being rich because they're bored of it. It's like no, surely there's a different reason why people do those things that. You don't understand, well, no. and he's making no fucking effort whatsoever Bor- to understand why someone might do that. Boris, Boris Johnson's worldview is that there is a group of people who are like the leisure class, the aristocracy, or the wealthy who are responsible guardians of wealth, and that everyone else basically needs to be kept busy with a job, yeah, or they're just they're going to cause crimes. chaos. Yeah, mm. yeah. Otherwise, they just tar- if if you don't keep the working class employed, if you d- make sure you don't force them to work as much as possible, then what they're going to do is they're just going to sort of their eyes are going to unfocus, and then they're going to yeah. start thinking of like start all the different track suits everywhere. Huge yeah. Yeah. They're going to inject cocaine into their eyes and then crash a car Which into your right man's house. Well, I wonder what he would say though if you put that to him. If you put that line to him and and said, "Look at how cynical this description of someone is that people do crimes because they just can't." handle being rich that's what that line literally yes. lays out in front of you and if you put that what the fuck could he say to that like what could you fucking say to that Piffle. you wrote Poppy this fucking book you piece of shit yeah he'd mm. he'd mutter probably and then try to make another sort of wrong latin analogy yeah. Yeah. and make some like cartoonish lie like something really outlandish Oh, tempora mores. You, what you have to understand is the working class, when they get rich, they suffer from boredom, which is very dangerous. Whereas the upper class, when we're rich, which is all the time, we suffer from ennui, <laughs> uh, which makes you do things like, you know, go to go to Burma and, uh, you know, get a, get a local girl pregnant or something. And, uh, uh, write, a, write a book of poetry about, uh, you know, Phoenician princes who fondle young boys and then uh, die of sepsis on a, on a boat on your way to fight in some sort of Greek civil war. That's the sort of thing that being rich to the upper class does. Whereas the young people, you know, they just buy these um, these vehicles that are in silly colours and they, they crash them into the pound shops. <laughs> 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 